Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Now, if you've been looking at this picture and wondering what this is uh, to the side, that is me from probably 1980 four or five. That is probably sixth grade. Uh, I got these, uh, it's the only camouflage item I've ever owned in my life, uh, was this camouflage shirt that someone got me for Christmas. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing blue jeans. And then this is my ninja sword that my parents bought me. Now, if you uh, are familiar with these types of swords. They're made with a certain type of metal that can't be sharpened. So the blade itself was completely dull and could not be sharpened. Uh, but there was a sharp point on the end of it. Uh, so you could, you know, in theory, kind of get a little stabby stabby with the, with the sword. Um, this is, uh, you know, I'm looking at this picture and I can't really tell if uh, this would have been taken around my birthday time or around Christmas time. My birthday was in August, and of course you know when Christmas is, so it's hard to tell. I mean, the, the grass looks, it's either burnt, I don't know, this is probably a summer a summer type picture, summer, you know, maybe early fall. Um, but uh, I would strap on the little scabbard there of my ninja sword and run around and... Uh, uh, Absolutely loved it. Just fantastic memories of, uh, of doing that. So if you are familiar with, you don't know flack and have gone through the back catalog, then you are familiar with episode 133, which is titled ninjas. Uh, the ninja episode of, you don't know flack is probably one of the most popular ones. Uh, I think a lot of people that are my age that grew up in the late seventies, early eighties, remember this influx. I believe it started with, um, uh, Bruce Lee, you know, um, and the Bruce Lee movies. And then, uh, once enter the dragon and that stuff caught on, then all of a sudden we got the influx of ninja movies. Uh, and so there, there were a lot of goofy, Kung Fu slash Ninja movies from the seventies, uh, you know, and, and, um, uh, I used to watch this, uh, it was something called like Shogun theater or Shogun, you know, Kabuki theater or something. It was on UHF it was on channel 34 and they would on Saturdays or Sundays, they would show these, um, uh, you know, bad martial arts movies, Kung Fu movies and stuff that were, they were always dubbed. And I would, I was always watching, of course I had this little tiny, like, you know, nine inch black and white TV and I would watch them in my room. Um, but, uh, I remember one night I spent the night at my friend Jason's house. And so now we're getting into, I'm not going to cover a lot of this in detail because it's all covered on episode 133 of you don't know flack, but I spent the night with my friend Jason and he said, I have this movie. And, uh, we watched this movie 
there are two quotes here at the top. The one says, warriors of a lost martial art. The other one says, hired assassins, human killing machines. And this movie is Enter the Ninja. Now, this movie is considered to be the first of the three movie ninja trilogy. Uh, and it's definitely the first of the three from uh, uh, Canon Films. So the uh, back of this, when you look at this, you immediately think this is a bootleg. <laughs> I mean, this does not look like a great uh, movie uh, a layout here, you know. Um, I do believe this is an actual release, but this was a pretty early DVD. Uh, when I look at the design, uh, this is such a cool, I mean, obviously you've got Sho Kusogi who starred in all three of the uh, quote unquote Ninja trilogy films. None of the, the films are actually related, uh, by story in any way. They're only related because of the company that made them and because Sho Kusogi is in all three of them. Uh, but uh, here we have, um, you know, Ninja, I've got a little bit of, an, of a reflection there, but you've got the Ninja flying sideways with a flying kick, and then he's uh, in front of the Chinese. Now, that's actually a Chinese throwing star, but uh, it didn't really matter. Like, if it was sharp and metal, a Ninja could throw it. But you've got this uh, throwing star with the, the neon kind of lit up behind it. What a cool image. What a cool, iconic image, you know. Um, again, you know, you've got a little bit of the uh, plot here, but, uh, you got a few little screenshots from the movie. You've got the uh, white ninja there. Um, you've got the guy that was doing the, the deal. This is the white ninja, this third guy down, which by the way, this guy, um, as I point all the way across this guy, um, uh, was an Italian actor and he spoke very terrible uh, English. And so he's completely overdubbed in the whole movie. And then right down there, there's the man. Shokusogi, uh, in his, uh, one of his famous ninja poses, you know, in these movies, the ninjas would, uh, they always had these, these hand symbols that they would focus and they would go, and they would say different things <laughs> and they would do their hands. And then my friends and I, we would just be like, and we had no idea what we were doing, but the, the ninjas did that. So we did that. So, um, the other thing about Enter the Ninja is Enter the Ninja has ninjas of all different colors. Uh, there are um, there's a training scene where they go and there are guys in yellow ninja suits and blue ninja suits and red ninja suits, which we thought was absolutely silly because uh, the whole idea of a, a ninja and a ninja suit was to uh, to be stealthy. That's why they wore black because they ran around in the night, you know. And so you can see at the top there, there's a guy in a red ninja suit. Well, that's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, unless you are, you know, are hiding in a, a rose bush. What, what would be the point of that? So I guess it showed some hierarchy in their training, you know, but, um, but this movie is, was what got me hooked onto the ninja craze. Right. And then uh, a couple of years later, this is, uh, I believe 84, maybe 85. We get the sequel. One of the, just a fantastic film. As I look at this, it says Shokusogi, Revenge of the Ninja. And then it says Payback is Deadly. And we've got this big shot here that uh, does not appear anywhere in the film. <laughs> There's nothing about that that's that's in the film. 
uh, Shoku Sogi in this one is the uh, good guy. In the first one, he's he's kind of the the bad ninja guy, um, but in this one, he's the good guy. His um, uh, he gets involved in a business deal where he is importing these dolls uh, from Japan, and uh, uh, his business partner is smuggling uh, drugs inside the dolls. And uh, the, his uh, son breaks one, and the plot's exposed, and the, the kid gets kidnapped. And and of course, there's only one man. Shokusogi, he's the guy that uh, can rescue the kid and, and save the day. And, and the kid is Kane Kusogi, who is his actual real-life son. Uh, so anyway, here we've got, uh, it looks like a picture of Kane, which is weird that they wouldn't have, you know, a picture of, you know, a ninja uh, on the back of this. But you've got the entertaining martial arts actioner from Variety, it says up there. Um, so again, this is not... Uh, a scene from the film that they have included here, but who cares? You don't need that. Now that does say special features down here and, uh, special features include original theatric trailer, English mono and English, French and Spanish language subtitles. What a terrible time. And you know, when I got my first DVDs, like Ghostbusters, um, The Matrix, there were a few early ones that had such great extras, and uh, Ghostbusters was just, fa I mean, it was just packed with behind-the-scenes stuff, special effects stuff, commentary track. The original, the very first Ghostbusters DVD had a commentary track that was like Mystery Science Theater 3000. It had the guys, like, sitting, you know, like, in front of the, the screen right there, you know, and you could see the back of their heads while they were talking to the commentary and stuff. It was really good. So uh, this does not have any of that. Now, this movie has since been released on Blu-ray, and there's a special edition Blu-ray that does have a commentary track with uh, the director and the stunt coordinator, and it's hilarious to listen to because the stunt coordinator... This is his commentary. This is like this is an impersonation of his commentary. Yeah, I was in that scene. Yeah, that's me over there. I'm the, I'm that ninja there. You see that guy laying there dead? That's me. Okay, now watch out. Now I'm about to jump out of this tree. That's me. That's me over there. <laughs> I mean, the whole movie. He was like every other ninja <laughs> in the movie. Um, so it, it's a really entertaining commentary track, and then the director talks about how they made certain decisions and things like that. But the stunt coordinator is really the star of that track. Uh, so if you want, you know, all those extras and stuff, you want the Blu-ray, you don't want this one. But, you know, one thing I would say about this one is if you look at it, um, it it's a little bit like the Enter the Ninja. I didn't open that one, but this is what you got inside. I mean, you got a DVD and no frills. And, I mean, that DVD has the same picture that's on the cover, but that's better than the Enter the Ninja one because on the Enter the Ninja one, get ready for this, you get a DVD that says Enter the Ninja. <laughs> that's what's inside this one, which always made me wonder if this was, I mean, I believe that this is an actual release, but this is, I mean, bare bones. On special features, it says we wrote Enter the Ninja on the label. <laughs> that's your extra features. So, um, you know, this is my Jason Lee movie. Uh, this is my, 
you know, kind of like coming into my own Revenge of the Ninja, um, you know, when I was that age, that picture there, that's what I, this is what I was watching, right? Uh, and then the greatest ninja movie of all time was released. Now, why is Ninja 3 the domination greatest ninja movie of all time? First of all, it's really not. Um, <laughs> uh, there are other better ninja movies. But, I mean, as far as this trilogy goes, this movie is crazy insane. Uh, I mean, I love this movie. I absolutely love this movie. But uh, it's a stretch. Now, first of all, and now you've got Shokusogi up here at the top. Uh, Shokusogi is a good guy. Um, this is Lucinda Dickey. Uh, you may or may not know her, uh, from, uh, she worked with Canon films, but she is probably better known as special K <laughs> AKA Kelly from breaking and breaking two. Now, uh, so Canon had her, uh, they did break and they did break two and they're like, Hey, let, let's go do this. Now, uh, they filmed break and break two. I'm probably going to get this wrong. Uh, but they filmed those two movies, uh, and then I, there's something about the timeline. Like I think Breaking One comes out, then this, then Breaking Two. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but uh, but there was something about those timelines. Now, this is another release that looks a lot like a bootleg. Uh, I don't believe that it is, but I got this at the uh, maybe it is. I don't know. I got it at the same place where I got the uh, Inner the Ninja, and right off the bat, I would say. Um, when you print on like from a laser printer or an inkjet printer on normal paper under normal lighting conditions over time, those will fade. And as you can see, this cover has a bluish tint rather than a black, uh, tint. And on the back of it, you can see that it is, the pictures are definitely have a bluish tint. Uh, the black is not very well defined and, Yeah. Uh, also, whoever laid out this back cover, and this makes me think this might have been a well-made uh, bootleg, is that the way they've laid out the text, notice how they it uh, it's like paragraph form, like each one is, is indented, um, which is a weird way to do it. And, of course, it doesn't have any of the specifics like stereo or, or you know, anything like that. It's just kind of blank. So this one looks a little bit more bootleg-ish. This is also available in a, a special edition Blu-ray now, I believe. And when I say, I mean, it makes it sound like it's expensive. I think they're like 20 bucks or something. Uh, and it also has commentary track. Now, if you've not seen this movie, the first 10 minutes of this movie involve uh, the bad guy ninja who uh, goes to his mountaintop hiding, ninja hiding uh, place that's that's sunken into a mountain. He loads up on weapons. He goes down. He assassinates a uh, famous doctor who is playing golf. He kills a bunch of the bodyguards. He goes on the run. The entire Los Angeles police force comes after him. He probably kills 30, 40, 50 cops. Uh, he disappears twice. He gets shot hundreds of times at close range by shotguns. Um, and then before dying, he runs into Lucinda Dickey, who is working for the phone company and 
basically just like child's play, he transfers his spirit into Lucinda Dickey, who is now by day, a telephone phone operator and jazzercise coach who at night <laughs> is taken over by the evil spirit of the ninja to go out and kill all the people that, uh, that killed the original ninja. So she's getting revenge. The spirit through her body is getting revenge. Uh, so really this should be revenge of the ninja if you think about it, but it's the domination because she is, uh, you know, it's, it's more like the exorcist. And in fact, there is a, uh, a scene where they take her to try to get her exercise because, uh, of course she falls in love with one of the police officers. Who's one of the police officers that shot and killed the original ninja. Uh, and so that becomes a weird showdown. There's a lot of goofy, strange trivia, uh, in this movie. There's a, uh, arcade game that I believe was a prototype, uh, arcade cabinet, uh, that's in there that it becomes possessed and turns to her and possesses her. There's a really strange, uh, love scene with no nudity that involves Lucinda Dickey pouring V8 tomato juice all over herself. And it's, just, it's, it's a lot of weird. And there is an attempted exorcism. You fools, you cannot hurt me. I'm a ninja. Ha 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 She says, um, and it's the, uh, gosh, what's his name? James Wong. Is that his name? I can't, I'm not sure if that's right. The guy, uh, I was looking at the back. Of course, there's nothing written on the back. Um, but, uh, uh, he's the guy doing the exorcism, uh, exorcism. He is the guy, uh, the bad guy from uh, Big Trouble in Little China, and, and he's been in a million, million movies. So I mean, we get him. It, it's a crazy movie. And then, of course, uh, at the end, you have the showdown between Shokusugi and Lucinda Dickey. And then the ninja comes out of Lucinda Dickey and goes into his own body. And then you've got a double showdown where, you know, now Shokusugi has to take out the original ninja. And the original ninja has this really cool ninja suit in this movie it's like um i don't even know how to describe what color it is it's not it's like a cross between gray and tan and green it's just really kind of and it's got weird padding and and uh like uh, quilting pads on it i, I always love i never saw another ninja suit like the one that's in this movie uh, it's a really great one but this has a really good uh finale um revenge of the ninja also has a really good uh finale uh, that takes place uh, in buildings and then across these rooftops. They have a big giant um, uh, rooftop battle. One of my favorite, I mentioned this on the podcast. One of my favorite scenes though, is when Shokusogi is looking for the bad ninja and the bad ninja reaches up out of uh, the swimming pool. Maybe it's a hot tub. And uh, I think it's a hot tub and reaches up and grabs his leg and he chops the arm off. And then on the bottom of it, it's uh, all electronics and so it was a robot arm. And, uh, I mean, I love scenes like that because what I love to do is, and I, I stop and think logically and I think, so, uh, so the ninja has a degree in robotics and was able to build a waterproof, not just waterproof, but in a hot tub, build a robotic arm that had the wherewithal to jump up and grab somebody, uh, and knew the fight was going to take place on this rooftop at that. I mean, it's, there's a lot, a lot of stuff that had to happen, right. For that to happen. 
Oh, what are you going to do? So anyway, um, you know, to bring this to a close, what am I going to do with these? Uh, I have these, I have better versions. These are DVDs and possibly bootlegs. I own them. Uh, and when I say own them, I haven't got rid of any of my Blu-rays. I don't have that many. I probably have 50 Blu-rays. Um, but I, so I have at least the latter two movies. I don't think I have Enter the Ninja on Blu-ray. Uh, I don't know if it's on Blu-ray, but I have the, the second and third movies on Blu-ray and I have them out in my movie room and they're sitting there. So, uh, I will never take these discs out and put them in a DVD player. They serve no purpose. Um, but I kind of want to keep them on the shelf. So when I look up and I go, Oh yeah, I remember those movies. Um, and it reminds me about buying these and tracking them down. And, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. They are, they're more difficult to get rid of than uh than they probably should be and especially movies that again i have them in uh uh high definition i have them in uh, 1080p quality these blu-rays so to own these old dvds that aren't the great transfer uh greatest transfer to begin with doesn't really make that much uh sense but here we are so uh, if you wanted to know, see something about Randall Rob, see something about uh, the collection today, there you go. It is uh, the, the three movies of the canon ninja trilogy, Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, and Ninja 3, The Domination. Two of those three may be bootlegs. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, anyway, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for all your support. And, um, I will be, uh, uh, tomorrow night we'll be streaming. I don't know what I'm going to be streaming yet, but, uh, it'll be something, it'll be something kooky. I wonder if there's good, oh, maybe we should do ninja games. That's a thought. We'll see. All right, guys. Talk to y'all soon.